0: Chase, Phil. I want to know when you knew that you were competitive in sports. Now, pick a sport and an age, and you went, I'm a competitive athlete.
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going to go with yeah, that. Sorry. Um, honestly, Phil, it's ever since I can remember, I feel like as a kid, I was just always the kid who if they lost at something, I was crying. So I think it started <laughs> before I actually started playing like organized sports i think it started with competing with my brother competing with my uncles and i probably could have been two or three but we have a couple guests here today who could probably tell you the answer yeah so
0: we'll get into that but that's a good answer all right so this is the unfiltered game plan with valley sports academy Welcome to the Unfiltered Game Plan with Valley Sports Academy. This is Episode 5, Parent Education with Parents, and we're going to get to that. We'd like to thank Pillar Bank, local banking done right. They are our media sponsor, and we highly appreciate them for doing this. We're going to get into it. So, Chase, I'm going to let you take the first question (laughs) because your parents are here.
1: Yes, we (laughs) we have some... I mean, kind of special guests, you know, they've been with me for a good chunk of my life, you could say, but my parents are on the podcast today. And for those of you that don't know me super well, my family tree is kind of crazy. There's a lot going on there. So today I have my lovely mother, Leah Nelson, and my lovely father, stepdad, Ah uh, Dale Nelson so thank you too for joining the podcast
2: welcome today. hey thank you guys yes. for having us I, I have so <laughs> I have
0: so many questions and I know we talked about it before we went to air here listeners this is gonna be a good one
1: I feel like you're using this podcast to just get some get some dirt on me yeah I don't know
0: no I already got that from other people
1: oh okay, okay. so <laughs> a lot of not, the
0: not a dirt, lot of though. Dirt. <laughs> the dirt you're not quite like the Motley Crew movie where it's the dirt but you're no all right. So parents, let's go. I'm, I'm going to refer to you as parents just because, you know, I know Leah and Dale. Okay. But um, give us a little bit about each of you. So Leah, let's start with you. Uh, Where gr- did you grow up in the area and, and what do no. you do today and all that stuff?
3: I grew up in Warehouse, Wisconsin, the huh? probably huh. smallest town there is. Um, played sports my whole life. Um, currently I'm a registered nurse at Mayo Clinic Health Systems on the Neuropedes and Trauma Unit, little shout out there. I've been doing that for 15 years. Nice.
0: Okay, so you said you played sports? Mm-hmm. Caught that quick. What sports did you play?
3: Loved volleyball. Played volleyball my whole life, um, basketball, track, and then we played softball in the field, stuff like that. Okay. Excellent.
0: All right, Dale.
2: Well, I was born and raised in the Chippewa Valley here, uh, Chippewa Falls. I, I've called home my whole life, um. Uh, growing up, I you know I played the the typical uh, recreational sports, uh, you know baseball, football, track. Uh, wasn't particularly good at any of them, okay. um, <laughs> but but certainly enjoyed uh, being out there with the team and uh, you know doing doing my part. Um, what I'm doing now, uh, I I'm working uh, with the Department of Homeland Security. Okay. I've been doing that for 20 years. Um, if you go to the airport and you see the folks in the blue shirts, uh, yep. I might be one of them. Uh, don't don't be afraid to say hi, and uh, we'll get you get you going.
0: All right, so what you're saying is that you were, you lived through Chase when he played sports because you didn't – no, I'm kidding. It's a whole parent <laughs> thing. Let's not go there. Okay, so you, you both – you know you dabble in sports, Dale, and Leah, you played sports. So the next kind of question that I have is w- when did you know when Chase was kind of sports-minded? When Before we came to air, you talked about he had skates on at two years old. Yes. But, but when did you know – that he was just like a sporty sporter? Like, what, um, what kind of hit you?
3: Since Chase Michael could walk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel like he I'm going to get a
1: little bit of a history lesson has on today. has <laughs> always
3: played sports. Okay. But he could never just go play catch. He had to put on a football helmet, a jersey, okay. the whole nine yards. Same with hockey. It had to be the, the skates, the pads, his sister's jewelry box for a helmet. He had to have Okay, let's, let's clarify.
1: <laughs> I wanted a visor growing up, and the jewelry box had, like, a little glass, like, lid oh, on right. it. right, yeah. I yeah. think yes. so. When yep. I would put it on my head, it would cover my eyeballs. <laughs> okay. Yep. So I had yep. a visor. Yep. Okay. At three years old.
3: Just always had to have the full gear on to play. That's interesting, Chase. You had to have, like, all the
0: whole outfit mm-hmm. to yeah. play a sport.
1: It w- do you remember any of that? I do. So just, like, another funny thing in my grandparents' basement... Um, we had it decked out as we called it the mini Cole center. So I, like, I put a box together. I put home and away. I hung it from the <laughs> ceiling cause I wanted a scoreboard. That's cool. We had the Badger locker room. So like for some reason as a kid, and I don't know why, but like, I just yeah. did the weirdest things, but I just wanted to be like my heroes, I guess. I That's really
0: cool. So for those of you, for the listeners, so Chase is our general manager here at Valley Sports Academy. So I, I We're five minutes in, but I just want to clarify that <laughs> why we're sitting here with uh, Leah and Dale. So uh, let's do that. Okay, so, so right from the get-go, Chase has got the outfits, he's got the helmets, he's got to have the scoreboard. When did you know that he was getting better at certain sports? Like, do you remember a pocket of time like an age or, oh, my God, this kid can skate or – he can really throw a ball, or he's really good at he can swing a golf club. Like, is there any Gosh. moment in time that you just kind of went, "This kid's I, got potential"? I, I don't want to sound a, like
3: one of those parents, but like five, five, six. Like, yeah, eight. I think it was a
2: slow progression, but there yeah. was definitely things that that he would pick up. Uh, it, it seemed like he he was a type of child that would pick up uh, anything, uh, you know, whether it's a bat, a hockey okay. stick, or a golf club, and excel at it. Okay, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like one of those parents, but he <laughs> was he was very skilled uh, when he picked up. Uh, the, the sports equipment even if it was a jewelry box on his head <laughs> um, he was he did show a lot of potential when he was very young um, to have the ability to do not just the sport at the basic level but to to excel at at whatever sport he was trying
0: okay do you have a rolodex of uh, did he try multiple sports he tried everything was he like a ball oh, kid did, yeah. everything with a ball do you do you uh, what do you have a rolodex of what yeah, he played
3: he started in soccer well hockey soccer baseball mm-hmm did some football golf
1: I think I played did a little basketball I think I, you did, did. A I think did like tournament. a little basketball cam and then played yeah. <laughs> in like a three-on-three <laughs> he tournament
3: did. he did so yeah anything with a ball or a puck what do he you think
0: fa- I'm gonna I'm gonna save that question because so he basically tried everything mm-hmm. and you kind of talked about he had potential um all right I'll ask the question did he fail at anything Oh my gosh, yes, he's a kid. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to hear (laughs) because, okay, so listeners, again, parents, your kids will fail Mm -hmm. at things, right? It's not always going to be, you know, rainbows (laughs) out there. And, you know, as they kind of migrate into sports and they get comfortable in a sport and they have potential, they may go from playing everything to specializing down to two. Yes. Yep. And that's right. what he did. So, all right. So, when did you start specializing, Chase? You got to kind of the next one here. Did you, do you remember or anything you, a um, certain sport that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, once I got to high school, that's when I yeah. went down to two sports. But, I mean, I played hockey, golf, baseball. And honestly, I wish I would have stuck with football, football but yeah. I was like, I was tiny. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, we'll I, talk football about was that. just never fun because like, I just was, if I would have known my senior year of high school, I would have been 6'1", yeah, I was gonna 180 say. pounds. Like yeah. I probably would have stuck with it, but um, I played any sport I could up until I got to high school. And that's when I went okay. down to only playing golf and hockey.
0: Okay. So to the parents, uh, what do you think it's important for kids to play multiple sports?
3: Absolutely, or what? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it makes you a well-rounded kid, right? Sports yeah, I like Teaches that. Yeah. you a lot. Um, like Chase, one thing he he would get mad that his teammates weren't as like aggressive or like as into the sport as he was. Okay. And it taught him like everyone's at different levels. Yeah. So no, I I, I think used, it's good I used to, to be play that all kid. different ones. Yes. I, don't, they I, actually, co- I actually don't remember that. When they weren't that. as that's competitive funny. as you were. No. I, you did not like oh, when they weren't funny. as competitive. But I think that's
0: important because I think mm-hmm. that the parents and kids listening to this, the you know, the thousands are going to, this is going to go viral. Um, <laughs> the I think that's important because I, I coach too, and I always say to my kids, like if we have a tough loss, they're 10 years old, I'll say, you're not going to remember this in a week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, and Chase, you confirming that?
1: Like, I don't,
0: I don't remember, like, right?
3: Yeah, but that's like,
1: you know, but it, during
3: that week, that was, yeah, right. You weren't happy. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I don't
1: remember ever being that kid. And before we keep going here, the reason why I wanted to have my parents on, and I didn't say this right away, which I should have, is my parents, I think, are excellent role models, not just for me, but all sports parents out there. Just the way they conducted themselves with me growing up playing sports. They never, like pushed me to play anything or you never like forced me to do anything when it came to sports. You just had certain rules of like being a good teammate and if I start something you have to see it through. There's no quitting in in the middle of the season. Um, once you commit to the team you stick with the team. So that's why I wanted my parents on here just so they could give give people some feedback on what they learned and just why they were such great sports parents. So thank you, parents, for being oh, su- you, such geez. great parents thank throughout you, the geez. years. I just <laughs> wanted to put that out there
3: quick. Well, in academics, too, was another thing. Oh, let's talk we about that. We were very – that's one thing. I mean, was our academic skills always as high as they could be? Yeah. No, but I taught them a lot, right? Like if you didn't do good on a test or – you're getting a D. Well, I'm not going to call your teacher. I'm not going to call your right. coach. Like, that's on you. You need to work through this. I'll help you through it, but you need to work through it.
0: Did you ever push, cha- or did you ever use that privilege of playing sports and the that all that? Like, if you're not going to do your homework, you're not going to play. Oh, absolutely. Like,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Did you follow through with it? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't so. know that we ever had I mean, to didn't necessarily to, follow but, through. Okay. I think he always
2: had the drive yeah. um, to to maintain his grades because he knew the consequences. Yeah, you know where I'm
0: going at. I mean, yes. right. I, no. I I have I, there's kids that I coach. They tell me that they're going to get five dollars if they score a goal. Oh yeah. no. you know from their parents. Oh, no. So I'm just wondering. No, but I'm I,
1: pretty sure. Like, I don't think you ever had to really hold me back from it but i think there were c- scenarios where like maybe i was slipping up a little bit and they threatened it okay, with me sure but they did it in a way where it was like all right they're not kidding so i better yeah. like get one this done yeah
3: with you that's all we had to do we just had to say well you will not play in this game okay then it was done okay did other you? other kids aren't like that did <laughs>
0: you ever have to follow you, sounds like you never had to follow through with that like did you ever miss a game because of anything do you remember anything? Uh... I mean, a
1: funny story. I did have to miss the first period of a game because we were a little late one time. <laughs> okay. But that was the coach. Bro. That was the coach. Yeah. I just think that's funny. Cause for some reason, it sticks out in my head to this day. But respect to coach Ben Halverson for mm-hmm. sticking to his okay. rule. He stuck to it and he didn't yep. blame oh, yeah. it on my parents. He blamed it on my brother and I for not getting our parents <laughs> into gear. So.
3: Or get you guys
1: to make it. maybe it it probably was our fault to be
3: honest. What
0: age was that? Do you remember?
1: I it was my second year of Pee Wee, so, okay, so I would have been. You couldn't have
0: driven yourself there. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Were no, we got, lollygagging at got home feet, playing he's got a Xbox? Bike. <laughs> it's the middle of winter, man.
0: All right, Chase, ask your question to your parents about.
1: Their yeah, parents. so you know, as as parents with young athletes, so not just me, but. My brother, Jaden Hoople, was a stellar athlete, too, and he's now in the military, having pretty good success. Mm -hmm. Um, What were your goals for, whether it was me or my brother or any of my other siblings, when it came to sports? Was it for us to make it to the professional leagues, to get a college scholarship? Like, what what was your goals for us playing sports in general?
2: Ultimately, for me, it was uh, being more of a recreational-type athlete when I was growing up. um, I never looked as... At sports as being the step to the next level. I always looked at it as, are you out there having fun? Are you making friends? Are you becoming a good person in this world? Are you helping uh, you know, make the sport better, not for just for yourself, but for the community? Um, yeah. So for me, it was just about just go out there and do your best, put all your effort into it and, and just enjoy yourself and have fun doing it. When it stops becoming fun, um,
1: mm-hmm. then it's probably not worth doing.
3: Yeah. You answered
1: that perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever notice with me, like, times where maybe I stopped having fun and was putting too much stress on? Golf. Absolutely. Golf. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Golf. Yeah. That makes sense. I remember sense. golf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah we had
2: many conversations with Chase about golf. Um, if he could live on the golf course, uh, he would have. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was coming to a point where he was starting to injure himself. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's still paying for it uh, today mm-hmm. with his bad back. Yep. mm mm-hmm. um, you know, go, sports are good, uh, but there's also a limit uh, that you can also uh, overdo it. And I think golf became that to him. He was so, uh, in his own mind, wanted to improve. And his way of improving was to continue doing it. Um, and I think it actually worked against him in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and just I said, think like, probably right. Mental toughness aspect, yeah. right? Like, you were very hard on yourself. And yeah. I'm like, you are the only person that is hard on you right, right. now. Like, just go out there and play and have fun. Because when you're not having fun, you don't play well.
0: That's golf. I mean, golf at a young age, because I'm a golfer. I grew up a golfer, too, and I claim to be still a golfer. (laughs) Um, It is one of the most highest expectation individual sports out there, especially if you've had some minor success or you've hit a really good shot or two or whatever. You're always looking for that next best shot. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough. So that makes sense. I think, though, yeah. with Chase,
2: the turning point, I think, in my mind with him and in, in golf, uh, we were at a, uh, he was playing for UW-Superior, and we were up in Superior watching him play. Um, he had what he felt was a a, a poor shot. Uh, you know, Lee and I thought it was a great shot. Sure. You know, we're, not, we're not golfers <laughs> by any means. But um, he broke down uh, as yeah. a college athlete. Yeah. Broke down yeah. on the course. Um, we're not the type of parents to step in. Uh, you know, during a competition and say anything., uh, you know, we never confront coaches. We never confront players during 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 competitions. Um, his mom pulled him aside and had a brief conversation with mm-hmm. him uh, about his behavior, uh, not in front of you know, not just in front of us, but in front of the, the no, rest of this the team was.
1: Um, I thought about this story today, knowing you two are coming on the podcast. This is another reason why I have so much respect for my parents as parents athletes and just helping me develop as a person because, you waited till after the round, but I looking back in the moment, I probably didn't agree with you that much. Um, but I remember you made me apologize to my team, my coach. Oh but I wasn't okay. re- representing the school and that's when everything big picture wise really hit me of okay. like it's not Chase Hoople. Right. You're representing right. something way bigger than yourself. Right. Right. So it's not no different than VSA. So like if I'm out in public and I'm being just not a good person, right. well, I'm not just representing myself bad. I'm re- representing the company bad too. Exactly. You know, so that's where they really instilled into me. It's not about you. It's about the bigger picture. You know, so I remember that day. You which yeah, I hundred hundred percent deserved that. <laughs> that's a, that's and And I believe lesson. that
2: was true. A true turning point in his uh, yeah his continuance with life from that point on. Understanding that it's not just about your goal and your. Uh, perception of what your last shot or your, your, you know your last event went it is about the bigger picture yeah. and, the, and the the team uh, the people around you um and, you know and, and the, the world around you uh, it's more important than necessarily the, the one thing that you maybe think you did bad so nice. i think that was definitely a turning point for chase All yeah
1: right. and that's the other thing with my parents too like that's what i got in trouble for you know like i right. never got in trouble you guys have never <laughs> got mad at me for even when I was mad at myself, like frustrated thinking, I think there was one time as a kid, like I probably thought you guys would be disappointed in me because I probably went dash five in a hockey game or something. (laughs) Um, Or maybe I didn't play very well on the golf course. Or I went 0 for 3 on the diamond thinking you guys would be upset with me. And you were never upset with me. You were always encouraging. And if I asked your honest opinion, you gave it. But I never got in trouble for playing bad. The only thing I got in trouble for was, was I throwing a temper tantrum? Was I being a bad teammate? Was I being disrespectful to coaches, umpires, refs? Um, I never got in trouble for my lack of success on the playing field, which I yeah. think is super important as parents.
0: Okay, what did you get in trouble for? Can you share what? Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Was there anything <laughs> too much? So to how count? long is this podcast? <laughs> yeah. So let's segue into coaches. So we mentioned coaches a few times. Did you ever? Uh, all the coaches Chase has had over the years, did you ever meet with them? Did you ever interact with them? What was the relationship there quick? Like and
3: outside of a game to talk just, about a just game? Just in or? general.
0: So, like, let's – even like a Bantam hockey coach, did you did you ever meet with the coaches? Did you ever have to interact with them? Or was this just – you guys were – you kind of respected that side of it and let Chase kind of be on the team? I feel or?
3: like the way we always were, were, like, we're the parents. I'm not the coach. Right. The coach – Coaches. It's coaching the yep. team. Like
2: I've been on both sides of the fences. Um I, I've been a parent of kids that play. Um I've also been a coach. Uh, I coached our youngest son in baseball for several okay. years. Um so I kinda have a, a little bit of both perspective. And as a parent, um and you know, it it was always my feeling that um, you know, the coaches are are coaching for a reason, whether they're the paid volunteer, parent, sure. whoever they are, um, they're coaching because they probably have more knowledge of the game than i do or they have they're more willing to put themselves out there um to you know to plan the game to you know to to be there you know to, to uh coach these kids um so it was i never felt it was my position to to question uh, okay. what they were doing um and then again being on the other side of the fence being a coach uh, i was lucky enough to never have parents uh you know approach me in a negative way um but I always had the feeling and I always shared with the other coaches, you know, anytime a parent's going to, you're always going to have parents that are oh, upset yeah. about playing time yes. or upset about a call or whatever you do. For sure. Um, I, I was always willing to hand them the clipboard. Um, I think right. I never had to do that. Right. Uh, coaching is not an easy job. Being on that side of the fence, it was not an easy job. It's it's very difficult um, to, to capture all of the kids uh, fairly to get them all in 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 the positions, and of course some parents think you know Johnny's going to be uh, yep. you know the the next uh, yeah, the World next Series yeah you know yeah so uh, it, 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 I've never had to deal with those parents but I was always willing to um, you know uh, understand them a little bit but uh, I think as parents we were always that just uh, we, never was our we, style we just always knew that the coaches were yep. were in charge
0: okay so you two have never written the midnight email. <laughs> <laughs> no have we wanted to <coughs> do you, do probably you know, but do you know what I mean I know right. exactly what you mean okay. and absolutely okay. not well that I, I respect that and that's that's awesome as a coach a long time too um I've had those emails uh and Chase has had those emails mm-hmm and some we've read
1: together. Um, but <laughs> Oh, that's something we should start doing at VS. Well, we should have a shared folder with all of our staff yeah. where they can just input those emails into it. And that you would know be what? great. And I want
0: to say this again to the listeners out there that I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just saying that, you know, there's different approaches, right? There's different expectations. There's different approaches. Um, and some parents feel that, you know, if they wanna they want to get their opinion heard, um, or whatever, that's fine. You know, I respect that. I won't maybe always give them the answer they want. Um, but it's really neat that, you know, you, you're on the real big support side, let the coaches coach.
2: One um, tip I can yeah. uh, offer parents out there and, and I'm sure it's been discussed with most of them, um, is the 24 hour rule. Um, yeah. you're at a game, that's a good one. you're upset mm. about something, wait 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of emails or text messages. I think uh, a lot of emotion can get lost in emails and text messages. If you can have a face-to-face meeting without your child, mm-hmm. with just you and the coach, mm-hmm. wait the 24 hours, set up that meeting after those 24 hours, and then have a, a sit-down face-to-face meeting, whether it be before the next practice or game. I think a lot of emotion uh, can be lost in text messages or it can be gained in text messages. You can, do, you can take that text message the wrong way, and I think it can damage... Um, uh, you know your your kids ability to continue right. to perform on that if if the coach has a bad feeling yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or is nervous about how
1: parents are going to react yeah
0: yeah that's very good all right chase you got the next uh talk adversity
1: yeah and i think you know there's a couple of things that are going to overlap between the last question yeah. about coaches and this one but how did you treat our adversity in sports so when we were when we were maybe struggling or maybe i was going through a slump, I wasn't playing good on the course, or hockey just, I was just in a very hard point of my season. Like, how did you guys deal with that as parents when you could see me struggling? This is a tough one. I I think for me it was
2: more of the mental game uh, with you especially. Uh, You were a very uh, emotional and mental player. Um, So sometimes the car rides were very uh, difficult um, because you would beat yourself up. And I think... uh, you know, your mom and I would would, uh, would definitely uh, try to talk you down. Uh, and, but give and you your time yes, to kind of
3: process right? and also then like some positive feedback. Yeah. yeah. Or just be like, hey, go take an hour and go do something else. We're not going to talk about anything about the game. You're going to go take an hour and just relax.
1: Yeah. How important do you think like the car rides home were to not talk about the game with me?
3: 100% important. Yeah because you need that time to just decompress and not even think about the game not think about anything else like you're still a kid yeah you don't need your parents to be like oh you should have scored that goal yeah no let's not even talk about any of that right now let's just relax
1: yeah and I feel like for me as a kid too like I I love sports I knew the game of sports pretty well so like I knew if I had a bad game. So I think the last thing I needed was my parents telling me, like, hey, you were awful today. Like, why'd you play so bad today? You know, where you guys never did that. So I think, like, that always helped me because you're 100% right. I've always been harder on myself than anyone could ever be on Mm -hmm. me, you know? So the last thing I needed is two people that I look up to in my life. And this includes my dad, Nick, and my stepmom, Angie, as well. Like, the last thing I needed was someone saying, like, what the heck, kid? Right. Mm -hmm. Where was it today? So most of the time in
0: those moments, you just need support and reinforcement. You don't need anybody hammering on you. I remember that my hockey team lost 26 to nothing when I was a peewee, and I got in the car, and I thought, oh, I'm going to hear it from my mom. My mom was pretty competitive at stuff, softball and other things. And I got in the car, and she said, where do you want to go to dinner? That was the first thing she said, and I went, I just, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Get in the back seat. I'm just 26, nothing, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, she just said, where do you want to go to dinner? And it, it I was like, okay, my mom kind of gets it. And I was like 11 years old or something. Yeah. But so that's great. All right. So were you ever afraid of Chase getting an injury or hurt? <laughs> of oh course. Because a lot of parents, you know, like I have friends that they couldn't play football and they were good athletes, but, or they couldn't play a certain sport. How how was that? What? Probably more older age games like that. I think high school. for me
3: was high school, freshman year. He was a yes. whole five one, maybe a hundred and five okay. pounds. I was like five five. <laughs> On the program five, he was five, five. six. Oh, I don't think he was. And I don't even think he was a hundred and five <laughs> pounds, but he made varsity and I was like, Oh my goodness, so proud of him, but yet I hope that kid never gets in a game. And so anytime he was out there mom was holding her breath even though i know you could do it but those are some big kids i distinctly remember
2: uh down at uh hobbs ice arena north high uh, playing against north high school hockey uh little chase is sitting at the end of the bench um you know 105 pounds soaking wet uh the coaches came down and tapped him let him know he's gonna go in uh and the North decided to get uh, a little, uh, little chippy, chippy on the <laughs> ice. little chippy. Um, I think both Leah and I uh, tightened up really, uh, really <laughs> tensed up there I for a moment. They, um,
1: <laughs> they had, those guys were huge. They yes. were full-grown adults yeah. out there knocking
2: each other around. And I was a little concerned, but uh, I don't believe Chase ever got in that game. And we both uh, breathed a, mm-hmm. a huge sigh of relief after that.
1: You yeah. know what's funny? I never really got injured. Okay. I was just gonna say, did
0: you have any
3: injuries in order to Besides my own
1: inflicted injury that (laughs) they never let me live down. I (laughs) was hoping this was coming up. I I was waiting for this this What was
0: it and where was it and how did it happen?
1: So passionate kid. (laughs) Yep. I had a little bit of a temper too, and I got a penalty and it wasn't a wheel game, so like wheel wheel's great, but like it doesn't matter. Like what are you playing for? It's just out of season hockey. Um, and I got a penalty. It was a dumb penalty. Close game. And I went to the box and I was just furious. And then we scored a goal and I just punched the glass. Ah. And I punched it in a way where like my pinky hit first and I fractured my knuckle.
3: Boxers fractured? Did you have Boxers gloves on?
1: Fra- Yeah. Through my glove. That's how hard I punched it. Wow. So the only injury I've ever had in sports is self-inflicted punching the glass
0: so how that's okay so the plexiglass won that
1: it's embarrassing yeah
0: (laughs) but how long did it take you so you had to overcome that so uh, it probably took it was probably about a month or something it's one
1: of those injuries where like you can still Still, play through it it's just pain tolerance so i think i probably took two to three weeks off and then okay yeah.
0: All right. So you had a little injury uh, oh, self inflicted and you overcame
3: it.
1: I wanted to give them that one because okay. they came on the podcast. So I knew they'd enjoy <laughs> me telling that story.
3: <laughs> your father's like, I can't wait to tell oh. this story.
1: <laughs> wow. And that was really it, huh? You had a pretty clean um, career then. I did. I just. You know, like, like
3: you're back, though. Yeah. You're back with okay. hockey. Yeah, but otherwise, right. no. He.
1: But like nothing where it was like. Right.
0: You didn't break your leg in two places or yeah. you didn't like.
1: No, like I never had an injury Mm -hmm. where it was like, oh, my gosh, how is he ever going to, like – Like an Achilles? Come back, yeah. (laughs) Right. It's
2: still fresh, (laughs) Bill. Come on.
0: Sorry. (laughs) All right, so this is our last question. Um, So what is one thing you both are proud of when it comes to the person Chase is today?
3: Oh, just the human he is. Uh, Yeah. He's a good person. He's a great kid. He's always – you know, he's always there for us. We call him – and he's over in a second to help us with anything. Um, and he knows how to treat people. And I I really love watching him with these younger kids.
0: Yeah, he's, he's great with them. amazing. Mm-hmm.
3: He could have some of his own, but I'll take this for oh, now. Come <laughs> <on>. Oh, Here <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> we go.
1: We're going to use a hey, podcast to throw that out maybe, to the world. Maybe
0: you'll get something like that you yes. know,
3: Right. someday. Oh,
1: no, no, no. My brother just took we care do. of that. So oh, that's good. right. That's we right. do. We got great so
3: grandsons. Yeah. We're so excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say
2: uh, with Chase, uh, I think growing up, uh, his interaction, especially on the golf course uh, with the older folks, um, really taught him a way to uh, interact with uh, you know older people, yeah, the uh, people, people outside skills. of his, yeah. his bubble. Um, and I think that really lends itself to who he is today, his ability to you know, take a business like, uh, Valley Sports Academy, uh, and, and work with, uh, you know, people at all different levels in the community, um, you know, bring them together into, into this great facility. Um, and he's not afraid to, you know, take the chances, um, you know, with the kids and, and teaching them and, mm-hmm. and, and, helping them grow as well as, you know, working with the, the parents, you know, he seems to, uh, uh, to be very good at, uh, communicating and, and, and communing with, uh, with, with folks at any level, at any age. Yeah. So.
0: I would say, because we got to wrap up here, and we got to do thank yous. But um, So I've gotten to know Chase now the last eight months working with him.
1: It's been that he long? A, yeah.
0: Wow. It feels like years. Wow. Um, on your end, probably. <laughs> uh, he is his super strength, um, and he knows this because I'm huge into all these leadership, skill, strength stuff, but he is an excellent listener. He is an excellent listener. He will listen. And he'll formulate what he's going to say. But you two have done a great job and and other parental units. Um, He's just an excellent listener. And I think that is a huge quality in coaching, in leadership, in people skills. Because a lot of people don't listen these days. Uh They're always trying to jump on you or talk. And that is is a a great skill to have long term. Um, So thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll that. Yeah, And thanks. just to wrap it up, this, this podcast wasn't just supposed to talk about how great I am. So thank you all. Um, and
3: that you're super handsome. There
1: it is. Oh, was there. there it is. Uh, she the wait, mom. she the waited mom. the entire 29 minutes and the entire 45 time. seconds to say that. She has uh, been
2: waiting. Thanks, yes. Mom. That's okay. You got to um, get that
1: in, Mom. I love it. <laughs> but the whole takeaway is just my parents were phenomenal when it came to helping me develop not only as an athlete but as a person and just a couple takeaways i want to say is make sure your kids are having fun playing sports hold them accountable for the things that matter um how many points they have what elite team they play for in the big picture none of that That matters. matters what matters is you're raising a good human being that's respectful polite a good teammate works hard like focus on those things and the, the skill sets are going to come if they have those good core yes, values. Yes. So thank you, Mom and Father. Also to my dad, Nick, and stepmom, mm-hmm. Angie, for teaching me all these great life values and turning me into the person I am today. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks well, I, for coming on today. Thanks for having us, Chase. Yeah, thank this you so much. The <laughs> last thing
0: I'm going to say out there is it starts at home.
1: It does, yeah. 100 I don't care
0: if you don't believe in that mm-hmm. or if whatever, but – Ladies and gentlemen, parents, everybody, it starts at home. So lay that foundation. And again, thank you for being here.
3: Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys.